Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. August 21, 2020, the Wirecard Dropped Edition. We begin with that uh, story, our lead story from the Financial Times. Wirecard is to be deleted from Germany's blue chip DAX index weeks after the payment providers collapse into insolvency following revelations of a long-running fraud. Once celebrated uh, as the country's most uh, and best financial tech group, Wirecard was first promoted to the DAX in 2018. They were obviously a fraud all along, so it's uh, unclear why they wanted to be on the DAX with the public scrutiny. Nevertheless, they are and did. If you really want to take a deep dive into uh, Wirecard, I'd suggest you check out the multi-part series I'm doing with uh, Mikhail Ryder-Gordon. Uh, it posts each week. I think we're up to episode five. It really is a deep dive into all things Wirecard. Mikhail uh, is is really uh, up on this, and I know you'll enjoy it if you're into Wirecard at all. Next up from the Washington Post, the uh, current Postmaster General Louis DeJoy said that he's going to continue to gut the post office. Um, co- postal customers be damned after the election. Uh, he seems to think that it uh, needs to stand on its own feet financially, not understanding that the post office is a service and written into the Constitution. Nevertheless, he has said he uh, will continue to gut it and uh, that uh, people will just have to learn to suffer of a bad mail service. I guess he doesn't understand the purpose of the post office. Um, in uh, Karma is a Bitch Department, Steve Bannon is charged with fraud in alleged border wall fundraising scheme. And even in greater irony, he was arrested today by representatives of the U.S. Postal Service. Charged with fraud in connection to siphon hundreds of thousands of dollars from a crowdfunding campaign supporting uh, Trump's attempt to build his inane wall. Of course, that's because uh, he can't fund it any other way. And uh, so they put together this crowdfunding source, and it really uh, was just a fraud or alleged fraud uh, of the uh, people who formed it. Finally, Kodak and their $765 million moment. How did it all go down the tubes? Well, a lengthy piece in the Wall Street Journal uh, by Rachel Levy, Jeffrey Rogow, and Alex Leary take a deep dive into it. And it turns out that uh, Trump trade advisor Peter Navarro made a list of potential companies that he felt could manufacture pharmaceuticals. In the U.S., he separated them into three columns, one for each stage of the production, and Kodak stood out because it overlapped in two of the three. Uh, As Navarro saw it, he thought Kodak could help produce the ingredients to jumpstart generic uh, drug production inside the United States. When a proposed $765 million contract was made public between Kodak and the government, uh, many asked why Kodak was picked. Of course, there was massive insider trading as all of the Kodak executives bought stock. 
The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.